for another episode with B Harmony. Thank you for joining us once again. Pleasure. Now, now in this episode, pardon, we're going to be going through like your job. Basically. Yeah. Put it out there. All right. <laughs> Put it on the table. Work, 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 uh, work, work. Hey, you got to work. You got to work. So we, we just want you to take us through your presenter search journey. I know you mentioned that you went through that journey three times. Sure. And third time wasn't a charm. God yeah. made it <laughs> the third time. But how did, like, just, just take us through that. Um, for those who don't know, okay, so in, in the beginning, the first uh, presenter search that came on was the, I think it was Simba's year. And um, bless his soul, Simba and I actually went to the same church, and we live in the same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah, which is funny. <laughs> so when he went, I was just like, "Bruh!" <laughs> like, but but I'll be honest. At that time, I was still studying. I was still studying accounting, and so I was still in varsity. And truth be told, I think as much as I was, I was, you know, uh, just to rewind, I I thought I started presenting only when I was in high school. But my mom reminded me that I started presenting when I was in kindergarten, so crash. Because we, when we do all those little crash plays and whatnot, mm-hmm. I would come there and I'd MC or, or I'd and also be acting. So that's where I started acting and stuff like that. So it was you know, really involved. And then obviously like church stuff and whatnot. Um, so when, by the time the presenter search came, uh, I remember I moved to a church called, uh, first I went to a family church called MCC, and then when I moved to, we moved, we moved areas and went to the north, and the drive was like hectic, it was like almost an hour or something, mm-hmm. so we couldn't be doing that every Sunday. So we went to a church that was close to our house called Rayma, mm-hmm. and Rayma, um, like they do things on a whole new level, like mm-hmm. they film stuff, like announcements are filmed, and mm-hmm. that's why I learned all these media things, and you know, how to direct, how to produce. Uh, you know, I used to write like you, started, I used to rap when I was, when I was in primary school, so rapping and poetry, and uh, <laughs> rapping and poetry, and, and just lyrics for songs, I used to write all that stuff, um, and then, uh, so I took that and I turned it into, and also I wrote my, my first, first book when I was, Seven. It was Can called Tommy and the Bill- Tommy the okay, Billionaire. No. <laughs> called Tommy the Billionaire. <laughs> yeah, it was just like a little thing I'd write and then I'd draw on the side. I have no idea what that book is right now. I have to ask, <laughs> I have to go find it in my parents' home or something. But like, so that writing, you know, when I got exposed to the media world, I started, you know, writing scripts and all that kind of stuff. And just, 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 just to say that when the time the presenter search came, I, you know, I knew, you know, I was, yeah, I kind of like had an idea, but at the same time, I didn't have a particular because. The thing about presenting, which is different from acting, acting, you take on some, a role of someone else. Mm-hmm. Presenting, you have to be yourself. You have to have your personality or whatever. And I don't, think, I don't think at that time I necessarily had my identity. I had a presenting style, but I didn't necessarily have an identity. And if you get into uh, like the presenting world at that time, you can be, you'll be shaken and moved and molded and you won't necessarily, you know. And I understood that. And also, at the same time, I was doing accounting at that time. And I don't know, was I going to quit accounting? Was I, you know, was I going to finish it? It was going to be hectic. So there was a lot of dynamics around it. And I think it was just God used it. And I felt that God used it just to intro me into that space. Okay. Like, okay, cool. You know, and then um, I was like, okay, and Simba won, and I felt like, okay, yeah, you know, he, he, it was his time to win, and we, watching him do amazing things, you know, you could see it was his time to, you know, to shine. Um, and then after that, you know, then you come back, and you're like, yeah, now I'm ready, now, you know, let's do the thing, let's do the, ah, 
You know, and then you, you also go through the motions. Now, oh, you know, you make it to like top 40. You know, I mean, you, you, you make it to the next round and they call you back and the people will say, oh, I love, I love your voice and I love your style. And you know, hey, and you go and you're like, oh, now you're like, yeah, God, this is mine. Yeah, I'm praying, I'm praying. Be like, faster than done all the things. Ah, those. Now you also have to come back home and explain to people. That's what I'm <laughs> you have to come back home and tell people that, hey, man, you know, I know you guys saw me going early in the morning, early, Villa <laughs> packed lunch and everything, Villa, I was there. I was ready standing in those queues. And then, you know, that didn't happen. But I felt, I still felt that I had, I felt that I was going to be on something, I felt that I was going to be on something like Top Billing, you know, um, and I thought the presenter switch was that way. But then I sat with God and I was like, you know what, um, yo, this, this, this thing is tough, man. So maybe God doesn't want me to come in through presenter search. So I had already started my first company. It was a production company called Blonde Moment. And we called it Blonde Moment because um, you can imagine all great ideas we feel started with the blonde, was considered a blonde moment. Like imagine the guy who invented the cell phone, the Motorola. Imagine how he tells his friend, ah, oh, bruh, I'm gonna create this thing where you put it on your, your ear and you talk to someone miles away in another country. They're probably like, that's a blonde moment, that's dumb. You know what I'm saying? So that's where the, the concept of Blonde Moment started. It was a production company started when I first went to Varsity, uh, when I first got to Varsity with some friends, and it was really cool. And then so the second company I started was when, when um, I didn't make it through presenter search. Uh, and then I was like, you know what, maybe I'm going to start my own company. I'm going to start writing my own shows and my own concepts and you know campaigns and whatever and then from there I'm going to be I'm going to become so big that they they're going to call me yeah. they're going to be like yeah you we want you then I'm also going to be like ah you know okay <laughs> stop it I like it you know <laughs> so that was the plan um and then so when when this time when 2018 came um you know, I was also going through my emotions. I told you I was going through the ups and downs and I just really wanted a change in my life, you know. Uh, my friends, so I didn't want to go to that presenting situation. I was just like, no, you know, I'm working on this thing, you know, and I already auditioned so many times. I don't need, my friends are like, yo, please come. We know how much you like. That's always good. Have amazing friends around you who know your dream and know your vision, know your giftings as well and who push you towards the direction, Sorry. you know. Yeah, you know, and, and so um, they forced me to go to, to the presenter search, and so I went. I even came with an umbrella and a camp chair. I was like, when the camera comes, I'm going to put the umbrella like this so that they mustn't see me. You know, I don't want, you know, I don't want the stories. I don't want people, because, you know, it's hectic. When people see you at the audition, it's like, oh, my gosh, yeah, we're rooting for you. We're praying for you, praying. And then you must come back home and be like, and then people ask, oh, my gosh, what happened? And you're just like, ah. And then sometimes you even watch, and you're like, yo, I feel like I was better than this person. Then, you know? Yeah. But it's not your timing, God's timing. So I um, made it through the next round, and I was like, ah, you know, I know. Actually, the day I, the, the day I came to audition, mm -hmm. I didn't even get to audition. Like, the lines were so long. There was commotion and whatnot. There was a situation, and then they said, yeah, no, come. We just registered. Come back the next, the next, uh, help them with the sorting out of the lines. And like, come back the next, uh, the next day. So I came back on the... I came back, I didn't even come back the Saturday. I, came, I auditioned on a Friday. I didn't even come back the Saturday. I came on the Sunday, and they were like, oh, um, hey, you made it to the next round. And then I was like, ah, okay, cool. I know I did it. I made it to the next round. The other, you know, you're just like, ah, these guys. So you make it to the next round. Ah, make it to the next round. And then and now you're getting closer. Now it's like, oh. This is real. You know, when, yeah. And then when, I think, I remember, I think it was top 25. Yeah, you know, once I made it past 25, um, top 25 in, in, I think, Joburg. And I realized, mm-mm, yeah. You know? Then now I started being like, okay, you know what? And I didn't want to slip. Remember I was saying um, in the first episode or whichever episode, I was saying that, that 
uh, you got to push hard. I was like, no, don't, don't ever let them catch you sleeping. I was like, I'm going to come at it no matter what. There's obviously going to be mistakes and whatever, but even if you come with it, even if you make a mistake, just make sure you are, you are here, you are ready. You know, every step, I was like, I was coming at it, I was coming at it. And then when, when they announced that I made the, the top 10, yo, like there was a young tear. And I think it was because my mom's the one who told me that, that I made you know, top 10. So they had recorded, <laughs> so they came and they did a whole thing at my house. And then, mm -hmm. and then later on, they called me again. They're like, yo, honey, there's a bit of a situation with the footage we recorded. We need to come back to your house and record again. So I'm just like, ah, that time I was in studio. I'm like, ah, and I have studio, but now I had to come back for this thing. Yeah. So now I'm like, you guys, man, you should be professional. Why are you, you know? That time it was, they told my mom, oh no, you need to tell him that he made top 10. So now we're sitting there, they're like, yeah, I want to do a thing. We just want to add a scene with your mom. So I'm just there, yeah, I know. Oh yeah, chilling with my mom. And then my mom's like, yeah, you know, um, you know, you've made top 10. And I'm just like, yeah. And she's like, I'm like, wait, what? what? You know? <laughs> and then she started crying. And now, now I'm out here fighting the tears. Because, you know, it means so much when someone like your mom who's been supporting you your whole life, you know, and who's been seeing you um, fail in certain things. And, you know, yeah. now you finally made it. And then I was just like, you know what? Those tears was just like, were just like, you know, I, it was also to tell them, ah, you made a mistake. But you put me top 10, I feel like I'm winning this thing. It's late for all of y'all. <laughs> I'm coming for the whole thing. Like, if you watch if you watch the thing, I'm like, I'm coming for the whole thing. Coming for the, I was like, I'm coming. We're coming, bruh. Like, hey. <laughs> so that's the journey. That's how I made it onto the top, into top building. But you exposed to such a, like, a world of, like, possibility in terms of what you can go into, yeah. what you can learn and stuff like that. So what are your other passions then? Things for his people, everyone is exposed to. You know, you know one, one of the weirdest things I discovered when, when um, working for Top Billing is it's so weird that we all live in the same world. Yep. We all live, the guy who's struggling to make 10 rand and the guy who, who has seven houses, I met a guy who has seven houses, all worth over, two, over, over 20 million in different parts of South Africa. That's just the ones that I know that he was telling me. You know what I'm saying? And we all live in the same world. We'll probably drive past, you know. But, but in terms of some of the other things that I really want to do, I'm very passionate in um, economic development and sustainability, which is literally just bettering people's lives. You know, so uh, everything that has to do with bettering people's lives. So agriculture, architecture, construction, you know, building people's homes, uh, finding ways to feed people, uh, technology, finding easier, simpler ways to do certain things, you know, so that people don't have to struggle, um, to help things like home affairs, you know, finding a system or something that can help them. Why do we have to stand in lines for, for hours? Why is that, is that really necessary? You know, simple things, you know, um, biotech, biofuel. I really believe uh, that, that there are, you know, we don't have to struggle for things like electricity. And mm -hmm. I feel like they, they are very natural. Right now we have, we have elements, the solar, the wind, the hydro, you know, but right now they're very expensive. But there are always ways to make things. I feel like, also I also feel like there are too many people, you know, they said apparently uh, a third of the food that is created we only eat about a third of the food that is created. About two, two thirds are wasted, so they get thrown away. Think about it, McDonald's apparently, I don't know if it's a seven or it's a 12 minute thing. Apparently if the burger sits out for like seven to 12 minutes, they throw it away. Simple things like that. People throw, think of how, many, how much food, first of all, the fact that food gets rotten in your house is a bad sign. 
You know what I'm saying? So that could already tell you that food is getting rotten, food is getting thrown away. You know, we have bad management. Um, so that, uh, obviously, things, the creative side, the fashion, media. Um, I'm, I'm very passionate about entrepreneurship. I'm very passionate about learning. Um, I'm very passionate about logistic transport, the way things move. Woo! <laughs> like, sorry, on the side. In, behind the scenes, I'm, I'm, I think I've got like a nerd side, you know, so I get passionate, like little things, it's like, oh my gosh, like, yo, technology, oh my gosh, you know, things, even little things like, like agriculture, I'm just like, oh my, I can't believe it, this is, like, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm so hurt at, at what's happening in, in Brazil, like the forest, the, the forest fires is just, just insane, and the different, you know, the different um, animals, fauna, flora that are dying out there. It's just, it's crazy. And it sucks. How, how, how is that happening, you know? Everyone's I think those, yeah. And not only, it's, it's, it's insane. I mean, even the whole Cape Town situation that we just came out of, how do we have, how do you have a drought when you're right by the ocean? It, 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 something is not right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Something's not right. How do you have people who, countries where people are obese and we have people who are still dying of hunger. Hunger. I have this theory that I tell my friends, I'm like, I, in my pocket I have a phone that when I take out like this it unlocks because it knows my face, but people are still dying of hunger. We have technology that can recognize people's faces and people are dying of hunger. Something's not right. You know what I'm saying? Things aren't right. So all that stuff, like I think about all those things and it just makes me interested in, you know, um, youth development, uh, just development as a whole. Like I'm really passionate about that. You know, I'm the type of guy who wants to work with like the UN and IMF and all these big companies, you know, and, and we're going to, we're going to yeah. do that thing. But everything is step, step by step and God's timing. Everything has its proper time, you know. So, yeah, some yeah. of the other passions. Your philanthropic side was just like... Ish, man, yeah, yeah. But it's not, it's not just, yeah, I love, I love being able to give back to people. But So I have a charity called Just Love and we give a lot. We, you know, and um, we do a lot of outreaches, whether it's to orphanages, whether it's to schools, whether it's to, to old age homes. We were washing feet the other day, which was like, you know, um, so it's crazy. Throwing, yeah, I know, yeah. you know, um, throwing birthday parties for orphanages, you know, because they don't get, you know, parents to throw it for them or parents can't afford, you know, just little things like that. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, I'm just like, I want to do things that will like, are lost me. You know what I'm saying? And then they don't need me to come back. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it sounds weird you don't need me to come back, but it's an honor to be like, yo, I don't need, I don't need you to come back. <laughs> you know, because we, we're good. We're good, you know? <laughs> and now we can also help other people. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they should be, why are they homeless people? I don't think, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't, honestly, it really doesn't. But I heard of something that happened in London recently where they turned these, you know, these double-decker tour buses, mm. they turned it into a homeless shelter. You see, tourism is also another thing that I'm really big on. Like, ooh, like, yeah. But anyway, the, the yeah. <laughs> but like, like it, you see, little things like that, mm -hmm. turn that, that into, do you know that there are places in China that are empty? What, what I mean by places, I mean they've built cities, like towns with apartments, beautiful apartments, okay. apartments where I would, you know, sometimes I, I pray, I'm just like, God, please, man, just give me superpowers. I won't tell anyone. Let me just, you know, just to secretly just lift this and just put it here. People will just wake up tomorrow and then, oh, and then, I, you know, I'll even say no, I'll come and I'll put like massive, massive, you know, cardboard boxes and hide a little yeah. section and say, yeah, I'm constructing here, I'm building, yeah, you know, and then people will wake up one day and then you know, there's a city. Mm 
You know, but it's, it's just like management and placement and, you know, just the right, moving the right ways and speaking to the right people. So, yeah, um, that, that, is, that, that is a great initiative where you can find, you can, get, you can use something like a bus. You know, that's like recycling and, and repurposing. You know, you can use something like a bus to, to give homes to, you know, homeless people. And, that was amazing. Yeah, but it doesn't end there. You need to find a way for them to eat, you know. You know, now he has a home that's great. It's, it's a great start. It's a great place we can start. Now we need to find like a job or something that he can do that he, you know, that allows him to feed I like himself. Because I also think of that. Like people are like, you know, charities and stuff. Great. You give me food today. What about tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. We speak. We right. speak a lot about yeah. Um, give a man a fish and you only feed him for today. Um, teach a but man to fish and you feel. It's the truth, but no one's doing it. We like to talk. That's that's the generation that we add. We like to talk. Eh? We like posting on Twitter. We like showing pictures on Instagram. <laughs> Even our parents have joined us on Facebook. <laughs> ning ning tomorrow they'll be on Insta as well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Snapchat and thing. We like we like My posting. We like. <laughs> hey now, I've got friends who block their parents. They're just like, nah, bro, you ain't seen none already. <laughs> WhatsApp is stories already, you know. But but it's we we talk a lot, but we don't do a lot. You know what I'm saying? And we, we're, readily, we're ready to be uh, offended, you know? Um, oh, you know, this, this, that, 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 you know? It's just like, it's like we need to also spend a lot of our energy and our time trying to help. But at the same time, people have been given different gifts. Not everyone knows how to go about, you know, um, making a change, making a move. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's, it's where we're at right now. But I guess it takes people who have those ideas to step forward and do it and then mobilize. And then those who are great at things like, like other things can be like, oh, okay, let me jump on this bandwagon. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with jumping on a, on a good initiative, on a good program, on a good, on something that's gonna really change. It really is about changing the world. Because son, you, you are on this earth for what? 70 years if you're lucky? You know, 70, 120 max, max. I don't know if you, even yeah. 150, if you, I don't know what you're going to be no, doing at 150. So I, I'm not going to lie, I want to be there at 150. I was, I was but I want, they must have some kind of robot thing. I, I don't want to not be able to walk or not be able to see, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You must still be able to do the things, you know? I must still be able to voice you. And then, <laughs> you know? In order to live in harmony. Whew. That's a heavy one. You, you should have prepared me for that one. Like, I know, I know. Man, I'm just like, man, I had to, I had to breathe out for that one. Um, to live in harmony. Uh, I know it's going to sound cliche, but love. You know? Love, love people. You know, the, the Bible says um, uh, love God. Love God, love life, love others. Basically, it's like, it's like when you love other people, um, you won't want to see harm. You want to, yes. and you would want to push, and you want to do. And when you love yourself, you, you. A lot of people are they hate or they mean or a lot of negative stuff come out of a lack of self, of true self love. There's the fake self love, selfies, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. No, that doesn't really. You know, if you really, really love yourself, um, you'll be content with who you are. Yeah. You be content with with your situation. It doesn't mean that everything is great. It just means that you're content with who you are. You're content with the fact that you're growing. Mm. And then you won't you won't be jealous or you won't be intimidated by other people's growth. So you'll show love to their to them because you'll understand that that's their journey. I have my own. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think love, um, love life, love God, love others. Love God, love life, love others. Yeah. One, Urban Oak, that's our youth's <laughs> thing. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Our church's thing is actually loving God and loving people. Ish. Yeah, so it's close. But you also have to love life. Yeah, yeah. Some people love other people and then they go commit suicide. So it's a, uh, yeah, you know. Catch 21. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, thank you so much, Harmony. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Thank you. We're coming back for part two because you can't have all of the songs. <laughs> so, thank you so much for tuning in. It has been an amazing one. Ooh. And um, yeah, Harmony has spoken and so have I. See you next week. <laughs> what was the biggest challenge you faced, like in general, in your career? Like as a voiceover artist, as a. Do you, do you even still do voiceover? I do, I do. Um... Uh, I, I can't, I can't not do it. It's one of the gifts that God gave me. So I'm, I'm trying to even perfect that. Just trying to get to a level where I just slay. You know, where it's like, if you, if you need a voice, you're like, that's the guy. You know, like, like, like we're talking, you know, um, Earl James level. Like, you know, the guy who plays Mufasa. Um, mm. That kind of. We, we, I want to surpass him. Um, uh, what's this guy's name? Adding, adding. Adding bro or something. Mm -hmm. He's the one who does the the National Geographic's voices. Mm -hmm. You know, all those guys, like I just wanna come, you know, you know, come, come at yeah, you know what I'm saying? Be at that level when it comes to voiceovers and just just even acting and all that kind of stuff. Just wanna be at the greatest level of of, of my professions, mm -hmm. you know. So um, in terms of just what are some of the I think the, the core thing is is discovering yourself. You know what I'm saying? Discovering your identity. Um, my identity is rooted in Christ, but even, even if it's rooted in Christ, you still have to understand what that means for you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? What, is in, you know, what kind of represents, especially because I come um, like you, uh, have the Congolese heritage, but also have the South African heritage, the South African yeah, side. So, you know, you're, you're mixed. Sometimes you're pulled here, sometimes you're pulled there, sometimes you're, you're blended, and then you've got TV, and then you've got all these different things that are playing at you, and then finding who you are, the core person, and then being strong, being confident at that, because a lot of society tends to pull you in a particular direction, and you have to decide whether you're going to go in that direction. Or you, I always tell people, I'm really about the core. Every time we speak, I'm like, I don't mind you doing this. I don't mind you doing that. I don't mind you posting this picture on Instagram. You can yeah. post whatever picture. But does that mean, that is, that, is that the core of who you are? Mm. Are you posting it because other people are posting it? Oh, are you posting it because you think it's cool? Why do you think it's cool? Do you think it's cool because someone else posted it? Or do you think it's cool because you understand the dynamics of As this ABCD? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just, you know, I'm just, it's just, that's, yeah. that's, that's just how I am. And now it's cool. It's cool. I mean, we, we as, as humans, we have a nature of following, yeah. you know, Christians, we follow Christ. Um, you know, people follow trends, people follow, you know what I'm saying? We, we have a nature, but I'm just, a, just about, you know, understanding what, what you're following and why you're following it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And the core of it and where you're going. You know, sometimes you, you follow certain mentors and mentees and parents and whatever. There's a time when you have to branch out and discover who you are. Mm -hmm. And all these little things amalgamate to a, uh, like this core beautiful being. And you have to understand that. Otherwise, you're going to be pushed around and pulled around. And yeah. you're going to just take everything and, you know, fall for anything. Oh, my gosh. Damn. Yeah. So you, you, you seem to have a very good sense of self. And it's, I think it's very important in the media industry. Yeah. Just like you mentioned now as you've encompassed that. So what are then the qualities besides that? Or is that like a whole thing? I think... What qualities then do you need to, to not just survive, but to thrive <laughs> in the media industry? Like most people are just trying to survive. Yeah, just, and that's a problem. We're all trying to survive. Yes, that's a problem. I think, I think that is one of the bases. That's the base of it. Okay. And then from there you get... So you have to remember, there are, there are certain things that are just standy, just standard. Like, for example, you have to be disciplined. You have to know your stuff. You know what I'm saying? You can't come there and, and we have to cut 200 times. You know, you waste the whole day. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not the most punctual person, but also you can't, you can't every single day you are late. 
You know, just little things, or every, or you're arriving drunk, or Crap, not or you're not you're not dressed properly, yeah. or you you know you're not you know just little little disciplines, little disciplines. So you have to those disciplines, consistency, um, those the little core stuff. Make sure you're killing that, and then also self. Know who you are, because when you know who you are, and you those two together will already take you above. Because a lot of people aren't doing that. Those two together, work ethic. Work ethic is hectic. You know, show up. We can't book you. We can't book you for a gig, and then you don't show up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you if you're a, if you're a Beyonce or a Kim Kardashian or whatever, we'll forgive you maybe but ten Beyonce times. Still, she brings her A game. Imagine that. She shows up Imagine. She comes. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. She knows her moves. She knows what she's supposed to be talking about. You know what I'm saying? And those are people who take it to a whole new. Le- you're not even Beyonce, and you want to be playing games. You want to be playing games. You know what I'm saying? So so I think just 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 those little things and 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 remember, like I said, discipline, consistency, or even sometimes uh, punctuality. Uh, certain people they have a gifting of punctuality. Some people we struggle with those things, but it's something that discipline. Every you know you practice all the time. You're gonna fail from time to time. You're gonna fall from time to time. And also don't don't look down on people who are still struggling on whatever. Everyone, like I said, everyone has their giftings, but everyone also has their flaws and you know their their downfalls. So certain people are working on. Certain things. So take your time. Well, yeah, take your time and learn those things. Learn discipline. Work hard. Put controls, like I said. Put controls. Learn. Put certain disciplines. If you know you struggle with waking up, put 20 alarms. Get your uncle, get your neighbor to, to come. Get someone to phone you in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Do it until you get to a point where you, you're good at it. You know, you get better at it. You know, so um, those little disciplines are the things that you need to have. And then your identity. You know, your identity, yourself being you and you have to remember now we're living in a world where it's about personalities and brands that's my thing like everybody like be yourself but i feel like the message is being like lost in translation because they think being yourself is being crazy and being out there or extra like not everybody's extra like i don't have yeah. to be extra to yeah. be myself that's yeah. that's the thing and i feel like now especially in the tv you know, mm. in the TV business, like everybody's just like, be yourself, but be yourself is like, hi, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. not everybody's like that, but yeah. just because I'm like laid back and everything, yeah. not being, I'm not being myself. Yeah. But hey. I mean, think think about it. Oprah is not, <laughs> she's not you, know? you know, she but was she's, herself. You know? She's amazing. Uh, that's also, see, that's why I say you have to have, so there are the key little things. For example, I'm, I'm naturally, I'm an introvert. I used to be shy, quiet, whatever, but. But if I'm in a room full of shy people, then I stand out. It's like, it's like I'll be like, okay, I'll let you do you. Oh, you can be the loudest person in the room, I don't mind. But if everyone is quiet, I have, my, my leadership skill just comes out. Okay. It's like if no one's doing anything, I'm going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'd rather let someone who's great at it do it okay. than, than me foster and do a half big job. But if no one is doing it, then I'm going to come through and be like, yo, what's happening? And make things happen. So in the, in the entertainment industry, um, people are watching you. People are listening to you. It's either what you're saying is so captivating that even if you're boring, we, 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 are, we, are, we are there. You know what I'm saying? Or your personality is just loud. And there are some people, their personality are so loud that at the end of the day, you don't know what the hell they were talking about, but you are just, you're paying attention, you know what I'm saying? So that's the thing, you have to captivate audience because you may have the greatest message, but if, if your greatest message is lost, if we can't pay attention, if we can't connect with you as an individual, then you've lost us. So that whole be yourself thing, I think it came from a sense of, for example, um, when you go to a, a, a competition like Presenter Search, you, you are kind of like scared. 
So if you're going for top billing, you feel like, okay, top billing, I have to be here. People always do this, they always say this is the top billing hands. They're always like, good morning. And well, so you feel like when you're doing top billing, you, have to, you feel like you have to do this, yeah. you know, you feel like you have to, you know, speak yeah. or whatever. You and when you're doing- of, I mean, that's, that's what we see. Yeah, but you see, that's, that's the thing. I think- But you bring your personality. You know, you, know what, you know what the thing is? When you, let me put, let's say, um, four people, your friends, your friends like your friends, your, your brother and sister, mm. your mom, and the president. All four people, you speak, at, you speak to them differently. Mm. Do you hear what I'm saying? True. Your friends, you can, your brothers as well. Exactly. You can, it doesn't mean you're not being fake. Yeah, you when might. you speak to your mom, you have a certain level. A, you can be cool depending on, on what your relationship with your yeah. parents. You can be cool, but you also have that level of respect. She's my mom. Yeah, that's your, you, you know at the end of the day, that's your mom. That's your mom. You know, even your, your, the president, Hey, you <laughs> respect yourself. The queen, you don't come and do whatever. Hold yourself. Buckingham Palace, you don't just come into Buckingham yeah. Palace wherever. You have to have an invite to get to that place. That's, so those are different shows. For example, um, uh, MTV Base would be like talking to your friend. If, yeah. if I were to present an MTV Base or Vuzu or something, then I know, yeah, what's up? Oh, this is your boy King Harmony, how natural the way you are. Then I'm chilled, you know, yeah, what to do, what to do. Yeah. You know, even slang, you know, I'm dripping, you know, the swag is just dripping all day, every day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then um, morning espresso and afternoon express would be more like, like talking to, to like, like your parents or an older, an older person. It's like, it's like, we're cool, but I still respect you. Yeah. You know, yeah, good morning, this is, this is morning express. Oh, you know, you have that, you know, but you're still a bit, you know, you're Poise, you're, you know, yeah. Top billing is you. We're chilling with presidents. Respect yourself. You know, don't come here with, with drip, drippy, drippy, drippy. All oh, my that? friends is drippy, drippy. You know? <laughs> you don't come here with no, no, hey, man. You're still yeah. you. Your personality is coming yeah. through, but you still you have that decorum. You know, you, yeah, you know, yeah. I know you, even the words decorum. You know, you know, you, you come, come with your, yeah, you come with your best foot. You know, there are times when when the young, you know, the the thing slips out, the personality just slips. Yeah, just to show them that I'm still, yeah, I can still. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yeah, so being yourself is being true to who you are, but also understanding where you are. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> no, that, maybe we were just auditioning for the wrong show. <laughs> That's what it is. Now, what advice would you give to your 20-year-old self? If you can remember what your 20-year-old self It depends what? where in my 20s. Depends where. You know, um... I, I was fortunate enough to, you know, my friends were, were you know, when university, my friends were doing jobs like waitering or promos. Yeah. I was blessed to, to be modeling mm. and doing like ads and things like I that. Think so back that. Then it, was, it was levels. Like, like you get a lot of models today. You know? Yeah, I know. Nowadays, every you know, second person is a, a model. Yeah, no, back then, yo. It was, it was. Bruh, back then, it was real. Back then, they had the height restrictions. They had them. Yeah. Before you even come in the door, there's a line there. So, so that you for yourself, you know, don't come here. <laughs> you don't pass. No, respect us, yes. respect us, you know. No. Those, those were the days. I remember my first show was Africa Fashion International during, um, I think, 2010. And um, that time there wasn't a lot of models. But at that time, a lot of the celebs came down for the World Cup. Ooh, that was, that was amazing. So when I'm, now I'm here, I'm walking down the ramp. You're seeing Abu Beckham, Abu Cristiano. When you have the model parties and the, the parties, and you, you yeah. see all these people, the Kobe's and all of them are coming. And you're just like, man, you know, this is the life we live. It was, it was a vibe. You know, um, I think if, if I, the only advice I would give 
um, myself, whether it was 20 or whether I was 18 or still in high school, whatever, would be push harder, you know, and be more present and more focused mm -hmm. on what it is that you're doing, especially academics. You know, knowledge is, you can't replace knowledge. Mm. You, cannot, you cannot replace knowledge. It's, it's one of those things where um, even if, like, you know, I'm on this thing where I don't, you don't have to know everything, yeah. but at least know what you need to know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, and, you, and sometimes you won't know what you need to know until you're, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So school, I'd focus more, I'd focus more on my academics at school. When I was at school, I... I um, in primary school, I was I, first in class, first in class, like mm -hmm. almost throughout the whole thing, first, second, first, mm -hmm. throughout the whole primary school. And then when I got to high school, I was like, I want to focus more on sports, okay. you know? And so, yeah, I got, played first team in grade nine, got my colors, you Whoa. know, that, that, was the, that was the vibe, you know? And, and it was, I, I, I also got cultural colors for choir, and I missed academic colors, because I think I didn't really, Academics didn't really seem like a, you know, and that's the one thing I regret. Also, even in sports, I was very reserved. Remember I said I was, I was, I was um, introvert. I was very reserved. Yes, I came out, but I'm very reserved. So that's one thing I regret. Let me tell you now, if I, if I had to speak to my high school self, I'd be dunking on people. Like, you know, basketball, I could, I was dunking at the age of 15 in the hood. So, um, and we had this courts called Beirut's. Those who are from Berea will know Beirut's. It's like, it's like, that's where, People used to play basketball. They would school you. They would break your ankles. They would, you know, just dribble you like crazy. And, and that's where I'd learn. And then I'd go to school and then I'd practice. It's like, oh, okay, you know. Um, but, but at school, we're very decorum, very, oh, no. You know, you don't do all this. Ah, now I tell myself, bruh, break ankles. Just, ta, 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 and you dunk on people. Just, this, bah! And you even look at, let me tell you. Oh, police. You know, it's just one of those where, where you know, you just have a, you know, you know. Because that's when I look at myself, I'm just like, ah, oh, God, man, I feel like I wasted. Yeah. I wasted. And you know, high school, you can do that stuff in high school. Now in real life, hey, man, now in real life, if I had to go play basketball, I must go play against Kobe and LeBron James. And I, right, nah, bro, it's late for those things. <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I just push a lot more. If I, if I could speak to my younger self, it's like, yo, push a lot more. Don't even worry about all these other things. Just push a lot more. So, so what are then some of the struggles that you've experienced throughout um, I think I think I come from humble beginnings, so we didn't always have everything. You know, the Lord had, you know, the Lord provided. Sometimes I look at my family, I'm just like, how the, like, what were my parents doing? I don't understand. I don't even see. You don't see things clear, you know. But God somehow provided all the time. So there were always little things. Like one of the reasons I think I didn't play sports in primary school because primary school was still on the come up, um, and it's like. I, I couldn't afford like soccer boots, you know what I'm saying? So how was I gonna go play soccer? All these other kids have soccer boots, you know? And now you're gonna go tell your parents about soccer boots, but we're worrying about other things. You know, you, you don't wanna put that burden on your family and you don't wanna, especially as a firstborn, you feel like there's just so much going yeah, on and I don't wanna, so I'd rather not play yeah. soccer than, you know? Then not, then then put it, put us through that thing. Already, I know that school fees, the school fees that I'm forcing my parents to pay is hectic. Really? You know, now we must, you know. So you you you're troubled with all those things, which is something that kids shouldn't really be, you know, worrying about. Um, so I think it was literally just uh, also identity. Um, I never really had an identity crisis because my my dad, props to my dad, he instilled when when being African wasn't cool. I loved being African. You know, probably got dissed, got dissed for it a lot, you know, but, but 
I still found it cool, you know. When people were pretending like they're from from European countries or whatever, I was like, yeah, I'm I'm from yeah, I'm from Congo. Like this is you know, and people were like, you 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 know, my my dad really loved, my family really loved. We have that sense of pride in Africa, and now being African is cool. But back then it wasn't, you know, and it wasn't easy. So I think just overcoming things like that and and almost like fighting to have your place, you know what I'm saying? Because you kind of don't have a place. It's like hey, you come from a different place, and now you have to fit in. Yeah, so so basically, yeah, I think that was that was some of the struggles. And then forgive me, I forgot to, sure, to mention. Yeah. yeah. So we have one bar. <laughs> <laughs> no, like two more. It's it's this that I'm gonna say, and then we wrap up. I'm not yeah. sure if it's gonna last that long. Is it? And then this is. Okay, you okay. So wrap up, and then you ask the question just in case. <laughs> no problem. Okay, cool. All right, so we have come to the end of our unfortunately, we have to let Harmony go. But I forgot to mention something, which is like probably the most important part of this, um, which is that he was not just like when when I contacted you, you were I'm gonna say just in like the slightest way because it's still a big deal that you want presenter <laughs> search. But now, when I contacted you, you had just one presenter search. But now he's not only that, but he's a Forbes 30 under 30 <laughs> creator. Like props to you, fam. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> thank you. It's Amazing. just the beginning, though. God's doing better, better things, mm. all the way up. All that's way that's, up. that's like, what we're trying to do. But like that's why I'm hooking on. Like, <laughs> come on, come on, me. hey. Guys, once again, thank you so much for tuning in, and I will see you next week. It has been an amazing one, fam. Thank, thank you. you so much for Appreciate coming it. through. Thank you. And you must be expecting more and more of this heat coming up next. But for now, Sakina has spoken.